0: 2014 has been uh, quite a year. Uh, there was a lot of highs and lows, uh, celebrations, uh, difficulties. Uh, man, 2014 was a tiring year. Aren't you guys tired, man? Was, I know for me, I'm tired. Uh, but 2014 has also been the most impactful year of our church as well. Uh, this is what God did at the Goldsboro campus in 2014. Uh, We had 39 Decisions for Christ at this campus alone. We had 27 people baptized, 23 new owners, and uh, we had 218 people attend Next Steps. So let's give God a round of applause for that. But 2015 is a new year. Uh, We're not looking back. We're looking forward, and so that's what uh, this uh, one-part message is uh, entitled, Forward. I looked up the definition of forward, and forward is toward the front. It's onward as to make progress toward a successful conclusion, help to advance, or promote something. Uh, Moving forward is to make progress. So we do not want to stay the same. We don't want to stay the same as a church. We don't want to stay the same as families, as individuals. We want to move forward forward. We want to advance the gospel. That's what we're we're, we're created to do—to advance the gospel. And years ago, we set out to be a church like no other church in Goldsboro, and I really really feel that that's 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 happening. Now, uh, we want people to invest in something that's growing and making a difference. So don't you want to invest in something that's growing and making a difference? Um, I know for me, um, you know, I have uh, I have a pension plan. I have. Um, we have a retirement. We have a uh, 529 college fund for our kids. You know, we're, we're planning ahead. And uh, every, every few months, every six months, and every year, I get statements with my investments. And I want to know uh, what I'm investing in. I want to know that that's growing. And so we want to take just a little bit of time to share about uh, what you're going to be investing in in 2015 with the bridge. I believe that God is blessing the bridge For many reasons, but three things really come to my mind uh, last night and and this morning. One is we are an accepting church. Two, we are a generous church. And three, we are a serving church—a accepting, a generous, and serving church. This is what the life of Jesus looked like. He was accepting. He ate with sinners. He stayed at the house of tax collectors which was totally against the culture back then. He was generous. We gave up his life for you and I so we could spend eternity with him. And he was serving. He modeled it with his actions. So accepting. We have a mission here that you can belong before you believe. That you can belong before you believe. Uh, I have people come up to me all the time that say that I feel at home at the bridge. That's what they tell me. They said, "Man, I feel at home at the bridge." I have uh, I've had many people in this past year come to me and said, "You know, when I first walked into your church, I knew that's where I belonged." I get that all the time. Get this: just at our campus in 2014, we had 561 first-time guests walk through the door. Is that awesome or what, man? You don't have 561 first-time guests walk through your door in a year if you are not known as being friendly. People, p- word is getting around. Listen, if you ever go, when you go to a restaurant and you have a great experience, you share that with people, right? You see, your, you see a movie, you love the movie, you go share that with people. And the same same is true is if you go to a restaurant and you have a terrible experience, you also share that with your friends. Um, Word is getting around about the bridge that we are a loving, accepting church. And And I love that. I love that about us. A church for people who don't like church. A hospital for the broken, not a Christian club. Listen, we don't have it all together. I am a hot mess. All right? You are a hot mess. We need each other. We need each other. A place where you're allowed to fail without being judged and ostracized. Amen to that? A place where you can get second chances, third chances, a thousand chances. Listen, we don't care if you're white or black, if you're an alcoholic, if you're straight, if you're gay. If you've been in prison, if you're wealthy, if you're, if you're homeless, if you're Republican or Democrat, well, no. Nah, I said, <laughs> listen, we don't care if you wear khakis or shorts. You are human. You are valued. You are loved. That's what the bridge is all about. Amen? Amen? <clears throat> and listen, people don't like us because of that. And you know what? We don't care. We don't care. We don't care what other people think of us because we are seeing life change happen. We are seeing life change happen. You don't have to agree with someone's lifestyle in order to love them. You don't have to agree with someone's lifestyle in order to love them. We want to be creative and innovative. Pastor Farrell said it this morning. I loved it. He said, I want us to always be confusing And offensive to the religious, those who prioritize church traditions and methods above Christ. Man, that's good stuff right there. We want people to constantly ask about the bridge can you do that in church? We want people to constantly say, can you say that in church? Generous. You know, we live in a selfie society where greed is everywhere around us, people don't understand generosity. They don't understand when people are generous. Like, why are you doing that? But they also don't resist it either. You know, when you try to do something nice to someone, they may not understand it, but they'll, but they'll embrace it. Listen, we have a over a $2.5 million budget, yearly budget. That's a lot of money. You give over $200,000 every year to local national, and foreign missions. Over $200,000 a year. You give over $25,000 a year just to help local families in need. Just to help people put food on their tables. To help people keep electricity on. We invest in our children and our youth ministries. They're our priority to the bridge. When Pastor Pharaoh came, 24 years ago, there was 69 people that attended the bridge. 69 people. And he said, we are going to invest in, in outreach, in children's, and in youth. And because of that vision, we're, we're averaging over 1,600 now in two locations. And, and I believe that we'll be averaging 1,800 uh, this year on, on, on average attendance. We're not investing, maybe, maybe, maybe you're not investing right now. You're not investing at all. But maybe in 2015, you're going to say, you know what? I want to make a difference, and I want to be a part of what's happening at the bridge. I want to be a part of impacting this community in 2015. Maybe you're already giving now, but you're going to raise the level of commitment. Maybe you're kind of, you know, in your comfortable zone right now with giving, but God wants you to take, take you to an uncomfortable place, maybe that you've never been before, to make an impact, to change lives. We want to be out of debt in five years as a church. See how much is your debt? Well, we've we got over about $4 million right now in debt. And we want to be out of debt in five years. God can do that. God can do that. That's nothing to God. That's like a penny to God. But he wants to know what, what are we going to do? What, what are we, are we going to be good stewards of what God's given us? Now, I'm just not talking about your money, but I'm also talking about your life when I talk about Generosity. It's not about what you can get from people, but what you can give to them, what you can give to them. Ever notice that the most selfish people in this life are the most miserable? you notice that? And do you notice that the most generous people are the most joyful people? I see it all the time, man. I see it all the time. God is generous and wants to use your generosity this year in 2015 to change people's lives. And he will use your generosity to do that. Another area is, uh, well, let 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 me finish that. When you're generous, you get people's attention. Have you ever used a just because card? All right. And when you use a just because card, what is people's typical response? They're like, like why would you just do that? You know? When you are generous, you get their attention. And they want to know why you have an awesome opportunity to share the gospel with them. You can do that in 30 seconds about why you did that. You say, well, God, God, God gave his life for me. He's given me everything I have. I just want to bless you with that. Jesus loves you. Hey, man, when, 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 when you have an opportunity, capitalize on it. Capitalize on it. John 10.10 says, The thief comes in order to steal, kill, and destroy. I came that you may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance. Have it in abundance. To the full, till it overflows. If Jesus came to give life and the bridge is the body of Christ, that is what we are supposed to be doing. God doesn't just want you to survive, He wants you to thrive. And you should want that for other people's lives as well. Do you want God's very best for them? Now, when you think of abundance, a lot of people think of material possessions. But I tell you what, it's so much more than that. God's going to give you your daily bread. But what if the abundance in 2015 was the abundance of God's grace in your life? What if the abundance was his truth, his love, his joy, his peace? Listen, gang, you cannot put a price tag on that. You can't put a price tag on that. And when something when something overflows, like if I had a glass right here and I just kept on filling it and, and, and it kept on overflowing, what would it do? It would spill on everything else that is around it. That's what God wants to do in your life. He wants to give you life to the fullest, life of abundance, so you are so full that you just spill on everything that is around you. You spill on your spouse, you spill on your kids, your grandkids, your friends, your neighbors, your co-workers. That's what abundance is all about. Are you a blessing to people? Do people feel blessed to be around you? Or are you draining? I mean, really, ask that, ask that question to yourself do people enjoy being around me? Do I bless people or do I just, am I a leech? You know, no one wants to be a leech. We want to be a church that blesses other churches. We pray for other churches. We meet with pastors, local pastors, all the time. And they are wanting to know, hey man, what are you guys doing? What are you guys doing in this new year? And and Because they, they see the impact that, that we're having and You know, pastor has a a coaching meeting, a monthly coaching meeting, where where over 30 pastors in the area come, and 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 we just learn. We learn together. We want to be a church that pours into other pastors. You know, do you think God honors and blesses that? You better believe he does. Giving life by giving Christ is not just the vision of this church, but it is a lifestyle that we want for you guys. It is a lifestyle that I want to live. Use the tools we give you. Use the invite cards, the Just Because cards. Share what's happening on social media. You know, um, I gotta throw my Buckeyes in again here. Uh, I've been posting like crazy because I'm just so excited that we're going to the national championship. And um, you know, a lot of people say, you know, man, you know, you, you you're, you're obnoxious with the with, with the going to the bridge. You know, you're always posting stuff about the bridge. Listen, man, what are you most excited about in your life? And shouldn't you be sharing about that? Listen, man, I, I hope I hope the Bucks beat the Ducks in the national championship. But even if we don't, it's okay. Because that's not going to affect all eternity. What we do here and what we do outside these walls is going to affect all eternity. It's going to affect all eternity. Man, I'm just dropping everything here. All right. Um. Be a bringer. Be a bringer. I'm so glad and so honored and proud to be a part of a church that I I invite anyone that that I know to the bridge. I don't care if they've been in church for years, if they've never stepped foot in church. I'm proud to be one of your pastors here. So be a bringer. Be proud of your church. Be proud of, of, of what God is doing and what God can do in that person's life. Serving church, another reason why I think God is blessing us. Raise your hand if you've helped out with any of our outreach events this year. Raise your hand or hold up high. All right, so we got a lot of people raising up their hands. Uh, we, we're, we're, work, we're working with the soup kitchen. We're working in the prisons. We're helping out with community events. And um, I want to bring... Uh, a special friend up here, Pastor Jimmy, who is our outreach pastor, outreach pastor, and he's going to share uh, a little bit about what God has put on his heart in 2015 for the Bridge Outreach. So let's give Pastor Jimmy a round of applause.
1: <laughs> Jimmy's kind of wound up, isn't he? <laughs> he's like a little hot tamale. I'm sorry um, I'm, I'm uh, Pastor Jimmy and like I said I, uh, I come here every once in a while I told somebody um, I have to repent because I said I come to the dark side but y'all are not the dark side you're the light side how about that um, I appreciate y'all uh, giving me a few minutes here to share with you the vision of what God is wants to do number one it is about God no, no, number two it's all about your relationship with God what is God messing with you about because everyone sitting in this room today has a unique ministry that only God has especially for you okay and God has it in here and and in here and and we hope at the bridge to to get it out and 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 touch certain people what God wants for you to do but before we go into what God wants in 2015 let me give you a few figures on and to rejoice by what God did in 2014 in 2014 and these are very conservative figures Friends, we reached and touched the lives of over 24,000 people. Isn't that something? Isn't that awesome? Over 20, and these are conservative figures, over 24,000 people were touched by the, by the ministry of God through the Bridge Church. We served in meals 11,650 meals. Now, let me get your head right a minute. 11,650 meals, that equates to 26,600 hot dogs. That's a lot of dogs gave their life for Jesus on that deal, man. But but we but we serve meals in various situations we'll talk about in a little bit. We served over five thousand nine hundred cookies to prisoners this year, and that awesome, man. And it changed. Look, we've got videos where where uh, uh, one uh, inmate for, had been at uh, Fountain Correctional for years, and she said they gave us cookies, and it changed her life. It's just interesting what God can do. Just a little bit of what God can do can make a big change in somebody's life. Um, We had over 1,059 volunteers. You folks served at the Princeton campus, at the Goldsburg campus. Over 1,059 volunteers. Give yourself a hand just for that. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. We had, uh, we had 181 decisions through the outreach ministry that were in the figures that Jeremy gave a while ago. 181 decisions. We had 39 rededications in the outreach ministry. So God is doing, God did something really cool in 2014. But 2015, friends, is going to be the year. It's going to be the year, I'm telling you. There's something, I, I'm, a, I'm an old hippie from the 70s, okay? There's something cooking in 2015, man. All right, and, and you're going to see God unfold himself. And I really believe with all my heart, he's going to use this body called the bridge. And he's going to use other churches and other various organizations. But I pray that God will let, allow us, through his mercy, to lead the pack. Because I love being a leader, man. I, I'm the follower also, but I love being a leader. But let me tell you something. Every week, every Sunday, we have a soup kitchen ministry. Every Sunday, we go to the soup kitchen or the Fordham House. The first Sunday of the month, I'll amplify the young adult group led by Chris Lyon, he goes, they're feeding right now, matter of fact, in 15 minutes, they'll start feeding about 100 to 120 people at the Fordham House. The second week of the Sunday of the month, I believe is the Princeton campus, they go out and minister uh, at the Soup Kitchen location on John and James, at the corner of John and James. The third week is you guys. How many have ever served in the Goldsboro campus here in Soup Kitchen? Have you? All right, that's pretty cool. We want to see more hands. That's all that's good, but I want to see more hands because, let me tell you something, when you give, I've seen people give their heart to Jesus over a hot dog. We kid about it and we laugh about it, but I've seen people turn their life over by simply a smile on their face and a hot dog. So the third Sunday of the month is the Goldsburg campus, and it's led by um, uh, Amy Short, is, is, is our soup kitchen leader here at this campus, and we'll talk about her in just a minute. The fourth Sunday is our life, life groups, they are they're led by Jason and Dina Britton. they go out and all this is online and you can sign up online anytime you're interested come see me, Pastor Jeremy or some of our outreach team also our prison ministries if this—if—if if everything goes according to plan we will minister to over 2,200 inmates this year alone over 2,200 inmate, inmates will be uh, given the gospel through Jesus Christ now we go out and we serve them we bring music to them, we love on them every Monday night folks you folks help us Every Monday night. You don't even realize it. But 80 to 100 inmates are being given the gospel in a Bible class at News Correctional every Monday night. 80 to 100. Give God a hand clap over that. That's awesome. And every, and every time Joey, Pastor Joey opens up the altar, I'm not kidding you, five to ten men give their heart to Jesus. It's awesome to see these. And we're starting a reentry program now at the Bridge Church, both campuses, where we're working with former inmates. We're working with three guys right now, and we're, we're trying to pour life into them, and, and God has just opened up some really cool doors for all that. Networking. We work with the Red Cross. We network with the Community Crisis Center on Slocum Street. We network with the Family Y. And and we uh, also, we'll talk about in a minute, but we network with our friends at Seymour Johnson. All these groups, we minister with them because we don't need to reinvent the wheel, see. They already got things going at the Community Crisis Center has been in action for over 30 years there. She feeds three to 400 people every week and ministers to them. The Red Cross, we just got through. I got a call before Christmas where the um, Waynesboro Hotel, they had a fire in it and everybody had to be evicted out of the eight-story hotel, uh, hundreds of people. We had the opportunity to minister and to feed to over 55 people two different meals at lunch and, uh, at the Hampton Inn. So God used us in a great way also for that. Seymour Johnson, we love our military. Give our military a hand clap. Yes. Woo-woo. We minister to our, uh, We've got um, Miss Alicia and uh, and Miss, Mr. Lewis. They're ministering uh, to our to the young airmen on base right now, and we're helping. We've got some great plans for that, some exciting plans for that, that we're going to work with that. In just a, in just a few months, you're going to be hearing more about that. But here's exciting news right here. All that. We're going to be doing that this year, and that's uh, and God has blessed us. I want you to think right now. I want you to I'm, I'm a cast a vision on something. The Bridge Church, the staff at Bridge Church, Pastor Farrell, myself, and the other pastors have. Imagine, friends, we are seeking an inner-city ministry location right now. We're seeking a physical building right now. Imagine uh, a place where we can go to the Wayne Pregnancy Center and say, how would you like to have a satellite location across town and expand your your ministry to ladies that need it at no cost? Wouldn't that be cool? Imagine if we could go to the family Y, that not only you exercise and get buff, like me, <laughs> about, well, okay. Forget it then. Like like Jeremy, okay. <laughs> but well you can get you can work out, but also it's a Christian organization that Cricket Davis and the management there pushes strong. Imagine if we give them a temporary location in this at no price, at no cost. Isn't that neat? Imagine this if we can bring in a place where we can bring our police department, our fire department, our sheriff's department, the health department to, to give awareness seminars. I don't know if this is being videoed or not, but two, two and a half years ago on 117 going outside of town, there was a big proud sign. And this you talking about being unusual? This is getting ready to be unusual because it's not normally mentioned in churches. But there was a big billboard that said, Wayne County, number one in syphilis. How about that? Is that something to be proud about? No. Education. Make awareness. Let God's people go in and infiltrate the darkness, folks. That's what's needed. Okay, and the bridge is leading the pack. I thank the Lord for that. About a year and a half ago, I heard on the radio that Wayne County led the Wayne County led the the counties in the state with with meth. God is going to use us and other churches to break all that up. I really believe it. But imagine a location where we can have these seminars. So to to uh, to in increase the knowledge to people to where they can stop this led by christians well guess what we call it the bridge to hope that's what we're going to call it and it's the bridge to hope helping others by providing empowerment empowering people to do god's will empowering people from coming up to stand up to be their own person okay everybody at some point in life gets knocked down everybody but it's god only god can raise a man up or woman up and, and do the right thing by them only God can break the chains of addiction only God can break alcohol only God can break poverty only God can break somebody with a broken heart only God can put a marriage back together and I don't preach much but I'm feeling a little itchy right now okay but only God can do these things well God wants us I believe with all our heart to use this facility now here's the really cool thing okay we're we're in the we're in the um, I don't know how you call it. We're in the negotiations right now with two facilities in town. And hopefully within 30 to 60 days, we'll know if we have a facility. And brothers and sisters in the Lord, when it, if, if it is what I think it is, when God opens up a door, you're going to see this little guy running all over between the two churches because it's a miracle what God's getting ready to do. He wants us to go into the city. He wants the church to dominate in the city. If even the city don't want it, God wants it. Now, how many of y'all are willing to do it? How many of y'all willing to do it? How many of y'all willing to do it? Okay, about half the crowd? Okay, <laughs> well, we'll take you half. But let me tell you something, I'm giving you a challenge right now. Now, to do outreach, you've got to love pain. I'm sorry, I'll be quick in just a minute. To do outreach, you've got to love pain, and you've got to love abuse. Okay? Alicia, stand up. You and Lewis, Is, is uh, Andy in here? Andy Forrester? Andy back there? Tammy and Andy, Alicia, and Amy, uh, Miss Amy Short, she goes through our Thursday. So they're in our outreach team right now. And, and we're, doing, we're doing events. Thank you all. Give them a hand clap, guys. This is something new we're doing. And let me tell you something. I know a lot of y'all might not know me, but I'm here to tell you. That's my passion. That's the only reason. I'm on this earth for one purpose. It's to worship God to serve Him. There's no other reason. No other reason. And I'm here to tell you. to sit. I, I love you. This is what I call when I talk to my groups about my stupid Christian grin. I love you, but you don't need to be sitting on your seats. You need to be serving God. And when you, let me tell you what happens when you get out there and serve God. When you, when, through, the, through the Just Because card or shake somebody or, or pay for the meal or whatever, when you serve God in prison ministry and outreach and whatever, we got a million things to keep you involved. You'll feel that little thing, something inside of you start to cook. It's just starting to move, just like that. And what that is, that's called the spirit of God, because you were designed to serve. And then all of a sudden, you do so, you do something for the kingdom of God, and all of a sudden you go, "Wow, that's a rush! I feel really good." And that's God doing, giving, opening up the energy level for you, the anointing, whatever you want to call it, for you to do what you're designed for to serve. So I challenge the people at the Goldsboro campus and at the Princeton campus. You know, for us to have a bigger year in 2015, it's going to be a year that's going to set records. I really believe it. Pastor, I really believe it. It's going to set records, and we're going to be life changers in this thing. And I believe with all my heart, this campus right here can take the city of Goldsboro for God with all my hope. hope. I believe it. But you got to have a church willing to do it. If you're not used to working in, in outreach ministry, that's Okay. Let me know, let us know, and you can work in the soup kitchen. We'll, we'll, we'll give you baby steps to get up to the point. Not everybody's designed to go to prison ministry. It's not a big deal. They're the nicest people on the planet. They treat us like kings and queens when we go. So I, I asked you just to pray about it, about your involvement, what God wants you to do. Remember when I first started talking, God's got something for everybody in this room that's uniquely different. No one person has the same ministry, and God has something for you to do. So pray about it. Seek God and come to us, and we'll see if it's something that we can do. So let's give God the handcuff. Let's give God a handcuff what he's doing in the, in the Bridge Church. I
0: love, uh, I love Pastor Jimmy. Can you imagine what our staff meetings are like? 16 of us sitting around the table, 10, 10, 10 pastors. And we we experience that every t- it's 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 quite an experience uh, when you get when you get so many people uh, fired up about what God's put on their heart. But I mean, just think, you know, we, we we were able to serve nearly 25,000 people in this community in 2014. Last I checked, the population of Goldsboro is what 40,000. That's over half that's over half of this of this community was served by the bridge in some capacity. That's awesome. And, and we have some an amazing opportunities, the bridge to hope. It's going to happen, man. That's been on Pastor Jimmy's heart s- since I've been on staff. And uh, it's going to happen. This is the year it's going to happen. and um, But it takes a little bit, you know, to, to get plugged in, to, to, to make a difference in outreach, you got to get a little uncomfortable. All right. So you're, are you willing to get a little uncomfortable in 2015 to impact people's lives? And uh, and I know that I know that I am. So maybe 2015 is the year that you're going to get plugged in. We have at this location 22 different areas that you can serve in. 22 at this location, and you're saying, you know, why are you why are you guys why are you pastors always talking about serving? You want to know why? Because serving is a part of discipleship. Serving is, par- is part of discipleship. What did Jesus do? He took a towel, wrapped around his waist, and washed the disciples' feet. If you want to go deeper in your faith, then you will get plugged in serving. You can't do, you can't do one without the other. Serving is a part of discipleship. We want to equip more people to lead our ministry teams. We currently have nine home life groups at the Goldsboro campus. It is my goal by the end of 2015 to double that, to have almost 20 home life groups by the, by the end of this year. So we need leaders. We need leaders. You, you, you feel a calling to lead? Leading a life group would be a great way for you to, plug, for you to pour into people's lives, for you to disciple people we want to form a counseling a prayer and a care team do you do you have a heart for for counseling people do you have a, do you have a heart to to deliver meals to people do you have a heart to to pray to pray with people we want we want more people up here at the altars at the end of service to pray with people as we continue to grow we are not going to be able to meet our needs you know pastor talks about a triangle you know if a triangle is like this it's going to it's going to it's going to tip over we want to we want to be like want to say A triangle. That's a lot of of times. That's not like uh, you know Amway and stuff like that. But you know, when a triangle has a wide base, it can continue to grow and grow. And we need more people to step up in leadership. You have you have leadership opportunities at the Bridge Goldsboro campus for you to get plugged in to lead teams, to lead life groups, to make a difference. To make a difference. A couple questions I want to ask you is: Could people describe you as Accepting or do they describe you as judgmental and critical? Can people describe you as generous or selfish? Do people describe you as serving or self-serving? 2015 is a new year and you can move forward. You don't have to be who you were in 2014. It's a new day. It's a new year. And the closer you get to Jesus, the more he will change your life. The closer you get to Jesus, the, cl- the more he will change your life. Are you captivated by the love of Christ? That's what we want you to, to, to experience to be after every time you come to the bridge. You know, take notes. That's, that's great. We encourage you to do that. You know, be inspired. That's That's great. But... We want you to be captivated by the love of Christ every time you leave this building so you can be Jesus to other people. You know, are, don't you want to be captivated? I mean, are you, are, you just, are you tired of your salvation story? You know, are you just kind of going through the motions? Are you just stagnant? You know, I know that's not how you want to be in 2015. That's not how I want to be in 2015. Pastor Farrell said this a couple years ago, and I'll never forget it. He said, you are as close to God as you want to be. You're as close to God right now at your age as you want to be. And I want to even rephrase that a little bit in saying, especially to the men in this room, your family is as close to God as you are leading them to be. Men, and I, I'm preaching to the preacher right now. Your family is as close to God as you want them to be. They're following your example. And we need to step it up as men, as godly men. It starts with prayer. starts in the home. Man, I, my prayer life is not what it should be. It's subpar. That needs to be a priority for me in 2015. I need to be praying with my wife more. We don't do that nearly as much. and I'm the one that, that needs to, to do it. I need to be praying with my kids more. I need to, to be getting off of social media and, and TV. And, of course, I'm going to watch the playoff games because they're really good right now. But, man, we're so distracted, guys. We are so distracted on the things that don't matter. I, I, one pastor said this past week, if God were to answer Your prayers from this past week, if God were to answer your prayers that you prayed from this past week, how many people would be saved? That's an eye-opener for me. Are we praying for the lost? One of the things that we want to do more as a church in 2015 is pray more as a body. And we do a little prayer during the services, but but it's, it's not enough. We want we set to aside, set aside more time for prayer. So we are going to do something called Refresh. Refresh. It's going to be Wednesdays, 7 p.m. at the Princeton location. Wednesdays, 7 p.m. at the Princeton campus. And we're going to do this three months out of the year. So we're going to do it through the, the whole month of January on Wednesdays, Bridge, Princeton, 7 p.m., we're gonna do it through the whole month of April, and we're gonna do it for all the Wednesdays in September. Three months at entire year. We're gonna come together. We're gonna we're gonna worship a little bit. Pastor's gonna, gonna share for about 15 minutes. And we're gonna take the last 30 minutes to just pray. To just pray. Our campuses are gonna come together. I encourage, I encourage you if you're not if, you're, if you don't go to, to Wednesday, we don't have. We don't have anything going here on, on Wednesdays. Um, so I encourage you to go to the Princeton campus and, and be a part of that to, to, for us to come together as a body. Um, we're going to fast as a church this Tuesday. We're going we're to we're start from dinner on Tuesday to dinner on Wednesday. So I encourage you to fast. Maybe you can't do a complete fast without, you know, just, just water. Maybe you need to do juice or, or whatever it is. Uh, But I encourage you to fast. When we pray and fast, that gets God's attention. He knows that we are serious when we do that. We're not just going through the motions. How about reading God's word on a more regular basis? How about reading God's word on a more regular basis? Uh, Hey, someone give me a devotional on the back of that decision table. Ivan, give me one of those those back there. So we have a devotional that we want to give you guys. That if you don't have it, we get we have tons of devotionals. This is what I want you to start doing. Thank you, bro. If you are not having regular time with God, just take five to ten minutes and read one of these. You know what this also has? Maybe you didn't know it. On the very back, you can read through the Bible in a year. All right. So let's do this together. Let's. Could you imagine if? If we had 1,600 people reading through the Bible in a year together, what God would do in our lives, what God would do in our marriages, what God would do in our, ch- in our church, what God would do in this community. You know, people are always saying, man, I just I want to grow deeper. I want to grow deeper. It's up to you. It's up to you to grow deeper. I'll do this. I'll do this. Who's going to join me? Read, let's, read through, let's read through the Bible. It will take 20 minutes a day. 20 minutes a day, and let's read through the Bible. Overall goals for the bridge. It's important to have goals. It's important to have personal goals, family goals. But I think it's important for us to have goals as a church as well. We believe that the bridge can be at 3,000 in a few years. 3,000. And some of you are saying, well, you're always about numbers. Man, I'm unapologetic for being about numbers. Because you know what? Every number has a name, and every name has a story. And if you don't care about numbers, then you don't care about people. 3000 in in a few years. We want to start a third campus. We believe it, it, it could be it could be in Smithfield. And we want to start a third campus. What if we increased our annual income in 2015 just by 5%? If we increased it by 5%, that would be $120,000. If we increased our annual income by 10%, that would be $240,000. What do you think? You think we would utilize $240,000? You bet we would. Pastor is is confident. Now, that's going to throw you off a little bit, but that's okay. Pastor is confident about the day of his last Sunday as a senior pastor. And uh, he shared that with me. Uh, I'm not going to share that with you. But uh, he's not going to announce that because it's no time soon. <sighs> but there will be a new pastor put in place before he leaves, and there is going to be a two-year transition period. I'm not saying he's going to leave in two years. I'm just saying there's going to be a two-year transition period for, for the new pastor that comes in. And and uh, pastor pastor wants to be he wants to be out of debt. Uh, before before this new pastor comes in, Matt, uh, I want you to I want you to come on up. Or who's ever going to play the keys? These are some goals that I have for the the Bridge Goldsboro. We are averaging 350 in attendance in weekly attendance right now at the Goldsboro campus. I believe we can average 600 by the end of this year. You're saying, well, What? Listen, we doubled this past year. We doubled this year. Why can't we double again? Why can't we double again? We are going to launch our 9 a.m. service in 34 days. Is that awesome? We're in launch. Come on, get excited about that. I'll give me a golf clap. Listen, we're going to be able to reach 200 more people because we're adding another service. That's awesome. It's exhausting to think about. Okay, it's listen. You're going to have to get uncomfortable in 2015 if you want to grow. I I like going to the Y. I try to go at least once a, once I'll say once a month. <laughs> once a month. I try to go at least once a week. Twice a week, hey, man, that's, that's a lot. That's a lot for, for a, a, a father of, of three kids. Listen, I try to go at least. There's some days I don't want to go, man. It's cold outside. I'm tired. I got a lot of stuff to do at the office. But, you know, I had my, I had my, my yearly physical, and, and the doctor was telling me, he said, you got to make sure you hit those weights. He said, every, the older you get, every 10 years, you lose ten pounds of muscle and you gain ten pounds of weight every ten years, and um, so so I, you know, hit those weights. And I, I you know, sometimes I just I just want to get on the treadmill and just watch SportsCenter on the TVs, but but I need to hit the weights. Okay, we're gonna have to get uncomfortable. We we we, we live in a society that's all about. Comfort and, and, and ease. But if we want to reach 600 in 2015, you're going to have to get uncomfortable. Ministry directors, you're going to have to get uncomfortable. Volunteers, you're going to have. You know what? I don't want to get up at 6 in the morning on Sundays. But I'm going to start having to. And it's going to be worth it to reach couple hundred more people we would love to hire a bridge kids pastor at the Goldsboro campus where our kids ministry is gonna double in this coming year we need a bridge kids pastor just for this campus we need to expand our facility you say how are you gonna do that I don't know I mean I don't really pray for the businesses businesses next door to go out of business but um, I don't know. We need to expand this facility. We need, if we don't expand it, we need a new facility. You say you already have $4 million debt and you want to get out of debt in five years? God can do it. I don't know how he's going to do it. I don't know how he's going to do it, but he can do it. Get this one. I would love for the Bridge-Goldsboro campus to reach two. People a week by 2020. 2,000 people by 2020. That's huge. We don't even have 2,000 people at both our campuses. But I believe God can do it, man. 2,000 at the Goldsboro campus by 2020. If your goals don't scare you to death, they're not big enough. Are we going to walk by faith? Are we gonna sacrifice? Are we gonna get uncomfortable to reach more for the lo- more lost? Are we gonna work hard? Nothing is impossible without God. There's some impossible things that you're facing right now. And 2015 is gonna be a breakthrough year for you. It's gonna be a breakthrough year for your family. It's gonna be a breakthrough year for the bridge. It's gonna be a breakthrough year for the Goldsboro campus. And I'm willing to do whatever it takes to reach one more.